0: has the news got you down not with these funny guys you're listening to lighten up with steve miller and Roya amosinian
1: <laughs> shalom shalom everybody guess what day it is it's monday and you know what that means yeah you do you know what that means it's lighting up on israel news talk radio my name is steve miller and today we have a special guest host He's one of our favorites here on Light now. Please give it up for Mr. Yosef Kanner. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I give you this big introduction. Hello. Yosef, yeah. how are you? Thank God. I'm just looking up the Presidential
0: Records Act, which is a very important thing this week. The what? Presidential Records Act. Should okay. I explain? Presidential Records Act means that when you're president right before you're leaving office you're allowed to declassify anything you want and whatever records that you want to take home because you might use them later to for a book or something like that all you have to do is do say I'm declassifying these and I'm taking them with me and you're fine it's, it, there's nothing wrong with that that's what they're trying to get Trump on now. they're oh. trying to make they're trying to make you think it's illegal
1: ah that's that's what I was thinking about. Hey, what about Joe Biden? Didn't he leave <laughs> his classified documents in the back of his Corvette? Yeah, I think he has more. <laughs> Joseph, how was your Shabbos? Good? Shabbos was wonderful. We didn't
0: have any guests, but it was really nice.
1: It was just you and the wife?
0: That that be it.
1: You know what you should do? If our listeners don't know, you should invite over the crazy cat lady who lives. You ever invite her for Shabbos? Oh, you know, I she you. deserves a nice Shabbos meal.
0: You know, my wife says if this woman would behave herself, we she could have a place to go every Shabbos. But she's <laughs> she's so off her rocker.
1: Meow, meow. Did you record her at all this week? This
0: week, yeah, a couple of couple of whenever you know whenever she uh, is making her speeches, I sometimes like to take a little bit of it and put it up on uh, Facebook.
1: Ah, brilliant. Well, let's. Take a look at our listeners who are listening to us because uh, before I, I didn't see any listeners. So I thought you and I were just talking to each other. But now here they are. So let's, let's give it up. Of course, that always every week, our loyal followers, United States of China, Israel, Brazil, South Africa, and New Zealand. Hi. Oh, hello, everybody. Say hello to Joseph Kanner. <laughs>
0: Brazil, I can say obrigado.
1: What's that mean?
0: That means thank you in Portuguese.
1: Ah, well, there you go, Brazil. (laughs) Awesome. All right, Brazil.
0: Brazil is one cool country. I don't know what it is. Brazil has this image of being everybody's laid back. You know, they know how to dance. They know how to enjoy life. I like Brazil.
1: Ah, I've never been to Brazil.
0: My daughter went there for seminary. Really, Chabad Chabad seminary in Porto Alegre. She Ah. was there for a year, and that year. On, on Yom Kippur, before Yom Kippur, when you do kaparot, you know you put your sins on a chicken. So the chicken that they were using somehow managed to fly. It Was the only chicken that still knows how to fly? But after the chicken got all the people's sins from the community, it flew off, and they couldn't get it.
1: Put your sins on a chicken. Buk, 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 i never heard of that. Put my sins on a chicken.
0: <laughs> no, you, you're serious. I can explain.
1: Nah, uh, that's okay. okay. <laughs> Actually, hey, you know what? I have a – speaking of sins on a chicken, (laughs) this is – our first story um, is is a wild and wacky story. Uh, Of course, um, I'm sure you've uh, heard this. Uh, um, It says here that the – I didn't know that the uh, Palestinian – I didn't know that they had a prime minister, but apparently they do. (laughs) I didn't know anyone was running that – that those people but it says here the Palestinian prime minister this is what he says we do not need to give proof of us being the original owners of the land did you hear that it sounds typical but i yes. didn't hear it. you didn't hear it though
0: uh, they have a prime minister they have a president for life who promised that he would have new elections about 20 years ago or something
1: that's right uh it's not you know, a, it's
0: not a vacation spot
1: no, it's not. But uh, so apparently the Arabs repeatedly attempt to deny the Jews their history in the land of Israel. And uh, so basically the Palestinian prime minister, his name is Muhammad Shtaye. Shtaye. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Muhammad. We'll just call him Mohammed. Everybody's name Muhammad over there. Uh, he said he gave a speech on behalf of President Muhammad Abbas <laughs> so the president is named uh Muhammad and the prime minister is named Muhammad boy that's got to be uh, I bet you whenever, if, if, if all these politicians running around in uh in uh, Gaza if someone screams out hey Muhammad like uh, how many hundreds of men probably just turn around yep. <laughs> but it says here um he says here the struggle which was created with the start of colonialism is not just over the history of Palestine, but also over the history of the Palestinians in Palestine, the people and the land. Because Israel, which has claimed the Palestine is the promised land, comes and says that this is disputed land. So, uh, and of course, it's uh, racist if you say uh, that it is. Um, Jewish land. Um but basically they said that they don't need any proof. So when people say, uh, okay, well fine, if it's your land, uh can you tell us the uh the 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 history. Uh, who was your first king of uh of Palestine?" Oh, it it does not matter. We don't have any kings. Uh w- it is ours. ah what about money? What what's the money currency over there? What was the first currency over there? Oh, it does not matter. There is no money. It is our money. It is our land. Basically, I like to call these guys woke terrorists. That's who they are. These are woke jihadists (laughs) (laughs) because they'll just assume anything just like it is woke, woke wokeism here in America, wokeism in Israel. It doesn't matter what you are. If you're a female, you can say, well, I'm a male. If you're a male, you could say I'm a female. If you're uh, Arab and uh, you want to say that Israel is Palestine, okay, it's Palestine. And if you deny that, then you're a racist. So they're very liberal over there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know the history. It it was in, I think, the early 1960s, mid-1960s. Arafat was visiting Ceausescu in Romania. Ceausescu told him that if he starts calling themselves, because up until then, Arafat was referring to themselves as Arabs. He said, if you start start saying you're Palestinians, it's going to work better. So the Palestinian people was invented in the mid-1960s. Before then, there was no such thing.
1: That's right. So this is what the prime minister adds. He says, we do not need to give proof of us being the original owners of the land. But we are taking action to clarify the truth so that others will not be deceived by the Zionist lie. Israel is a col- colonialist and a settler entity that is settling. <laughs> so um, it's nice that they could just, uh, you know, declare whatever they want. I-, I wish I can do that. I wish I can declare that. Okay. I'm a millionaire. I don't have to pay a mortgage anymore.
0: <laughs> well, if it fits. If 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 they're, they're self-identifying as a, an ancient people. They don't have to have a history. They just identify.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I call them woke jihadists.
0: <laughs>
1: Makes sense. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, hey, Mr. Yosef, you, 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 this week you were prepared because I told you well in advance. So would you like to share one of your stories? All
0: right. One of my stories. Well, okay. There's this one that I I thought was interesting. I did a little research into it. Israel is testing um, autonomous flying taxis. In other words, these are, it's like a, it's like, what do they call it?
1: Oh, come on, brain. That's like back to the future.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like Tesla. It's like a Tesla, but, but it flies and it'll hold up to two people. It can go. I don't know what the. There's a certain range of kilometers that it will go. You need a taxi. You you type in the number of this company, and then the taxi shows. I guess you have to live someplace where it can actually land. You get into it. You, you tell it where you want to go. You press little buttons, whatever, and it takes you there.
1: Um, is there a pilot, or is it just. No, no. Oh, for, forget that. I won't. Yeah,
0: I, I would not. You know.
1: <laughs> That's Back to the Future, which I've never seen. I've never seen the movie. The, the That's movie... Doc Brown. That's when the Back to the Future, they had all flying cars in the movie. So what does, I've, I've the, heard... what does, what does the taxi fly on? Does it fly? Because in the movie Back to the Future, uh, it, 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 it was uh, fueled by garbage.
0: <laughs> this is electric, and it, it looks like a big drone. It looks like a big drone. It has like four arms, and each arm has a, a horizontal <laughs> propeller on it. And it's, it's like a drone. It's just like a very high high-end drone. They also are using this for um, delivering groceries. Rami Levy, which is an Israeli, large Israeli uh, supermarket chain, so in a certain part of the country near the coast, they've been experimenting doing grocery deliveries by uh, by drone. Which is-
1: wow! Well, what happens when uh, when um, Hamas? Uh, starts launching rockets. I guess, uh, no Hamas. taxis. Sorry, we're all Hamas. busy. No taxis. You can't get a taxi now. Look, can't you see the Iron Dome is working? <laughs> Hamas shoots down your chicken. <laughs> Hamas shoots down your taxi.
0: <laughs> you got to get to work.
1: You're like, ah, oh,
0: darn. I, I hate when that happens.
1: God, I hate when the terror... Actually, that's probably... They would probably... If it would keep them from going to work, I was, oh, sorry, call the boss. I'm so sorry, but you know the Hamas. They and they shoot down my taxi. It came from the air, and uh, I random missed it, so now I cannot go to work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so uh, yeah. have they have they done any like um, tests tests of yeah. it?
0: They're do They've they they've been doing a lot of tests. They sunk a ton of money into this so far. Millions, like sixteen million dollars or something like that. I don't know and they're still working on it. They have to there are a bunch of companies that want to provide the service. They want to give each one an equal chance. So they're look coming up with standards and rules and you know ah. where they can fly where they can't fly. So it's going to take a while until it actually happens, but it's interesting. I mean, just are, like Israel Israel is not the world's safest place as far as traffic safety. So I can't imagine that the drone safety, the taxi, the flying drone is going to be much safer.
1: Yeah, you know? well Our producer would like to know, how do you hand a taxi in the air? Do you just lift your finger up? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: I'm sure they'll have an app.
1: They'll have an app. All right. Well, on that note, we will be back in a jiffy. Stay tuned, everybody.
0: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys.
1: You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. If you're just joining us, we have special guest, Yosef Kaner. Yosef, how are you?
0: Hi, my name is not Steve Miller.
1: That's right. Only I am. Anyway, um, we're going to get right into it. Because this is a wacky story. This is weird. Yeah, I don't know if you heard this. It says, uh, this happened up north. It says, Lebanese crowd throws stones at the IDF soldiers. and I then they res- You did, and then they respond with tear gas. Now, here's the best part. First of all, they're, uh, they're still throwing stones as weapons. I love these guys throwing rocks. Um, it says, dozens of Lebanese rioters threw stones at the IDF troops um, on Friday. And uh, But the best part of the article was there was a protester, a Lebanese protester. Uh, let me scroll down to it. I saw the video. The video really is hysterical. Uh, reading about it doesn't give it justice. Um, but it says here, on Wednesday, a Lebanese man tried to establish sovereignty and stop an Israeli bulldozer working on the border by standing in front of it. So the bulldozer continued until the man was stuck in the dirt. <laughs> and there's a video of this guy. So he's staying, you know, like a bulldozer. It's pushing dirt and it's making, it's making it higher and higher and higher. I guess they were like building some sort of road. It looked like. Anyway, this Lebanese guy. I will protest. No, you. This is my land. You know, and 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 the bulldozer just keeps going and piling dirt on him to the point where he couldn't move. And the bulldozer kept going, and the guy's picking up rocks and throwing it at the bulldozer. And it says here, the bulldozer continued until the man was stuck in the dirt, at which point the UN peacekeepers intervene to uh, help him get out. And uh, the video is hysterical. Uh, He literally gets stuck in a big pile of dirt while the Jews are just bulldozing him over. (laughs) But uh, so apparently... um, they're still using uh, slingshots in Lebanon to Yeah, it's, uh, to the, it's the
0: optics. It's the optics. They have weapons, but it, it, to make themselves look like, oh, we're, we're David against Goliath. All we have are these stones. What can we do? It's yeah. they, they just do it for show.
1: That's right. Well, I love the bulldozer, though. I love the one protester. <laughs> I will not leave. You. Go ahead and put the dirt on me. I don't care. I will throw these rocks at the bulldozer. Oh, God, it was so funny. Yeah. Anyway. That I was, feel bad
0: uh, I feel bad for Lebanon because Lebanon, I mean, the governments there come and go. Some are worse than others. But that country is essentially, it was a pretty peaceful country that was destroyed by Arab terrorist organizations. It's like if a prime minister in Lebanon that's afraid to do anything because they know that he'll get killed if he says what they don't like, you know?
1: That's right, because the they're controlled is, by Hezbollah, right?
0: It's awful. It's awful. Hezbollah! Also, also technically... <laughs> Technically, this you could say it's politically incorrect, but all of the area that is called Lebanon today is really part of Israel.
1: That's right. You are correct, Yosef. Yeah, huh? that's Johnny Carson. You are correct.
0: You're not old enough to know Johnny Carson.
1: Yes, I am. I'm very old enough to know Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Ed, you're my Ed McMahon today. Yeah, huh? you have to be drunk, Ed, to do lighten up. <laughs> anyway. Oh, look at you. You are you're drinking beer on the show. I don't know if that's allowed.
0: <laughs> it's not allowed. It's very quiet.
1: Okay. Um oh, that's welcome. We have two new listeners, Joseph Canada and Ireland. Hello that, Ireland.
0: That makes it a total of five audience.
1: That's right. Five people are listening to us. And listen, Canada, I want to thank you for uh all that arson. Did you hear about this? So uh, the last couple days uh, where I live, and especially New York City, uh, the whole sky, everything's been orange, and it smells like a campfire outside. And what looks like in my neighborhood where I live, for for three days straight, it was all like – it looked like fog. And then when you'd walk outside, it smelled like a campfire. And uh, typically you would think, okay, something's on fire to find out. That it the fire was from Canada. Apparently, like 680 acres were raging in Canada, affecting the climate here in the United States. People were like couldn't breathe; it was burning yeah, their throats. It, was, it awful. was awful. It was. Did awful. you hear I, about
0: that? I saw. I have, I have a daughter and some grandchildren that live in, in uh, New York in Crown Heights, and they told me it, w- it was terrible. They one day they didn't go to school because it was just too dangerous to go out. You know, said so going out is like smoking a pack of cigarettes. It reminded me of being a teenager in Los Angeles in the late sixties. The, the air in L.A. was like that every
1: day. That's right, that's right. Well, thank you, Canada. You're listening. Thank you very much for destroying our atmosphere, and now it's uh, it's equivalent of smoking ten packs a day. Now I speak like this thanks to thanks to that wonderful arsonist in Canada.
0: Yeah, these these were all set. These were all arson fires.
1: Well you know that's they they think uh, they, you know a fire that big come on it just doesn't happen it was probably started by uh, an arsonist but who who knows it doesn't matter the point is that uh <laughs> now now i've got the equivalent of uh, you know a, a, a smoker who smokes 10 packs a day and now i sound like b author do you know who b author is um no oh come on from the golden girls
0: <laughs> I- okay what the golden girls was what years Maud
1: how about no, but, Maud What about Maud from, the show Maud that. that was in the 70s you know Maud
0: So uh, in the 70s I was in Israel I was completely disconnected from American culture I have nostalgia for Israeli songs from the 70s I couldn't tell you any American songs
1: Okay well the, she was in the show Maud in the 70s and then in the 80s she was in a show called The Golden Girls Come on Whatever doesn't matter But anyway, the point is, thanks, Canada. Appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) Hi-oh! So anyway. Oh, here's uh, here's moving on. Moving on. Oh, you're going to love this. This comes from one of our most trusted news sources, um, a very pro-Israel right-wing newspaper uh, called Al Jazeera. (laughs) Uh, So apparently... um, Al Jazeera is very upset. Oh, wait a second here. Allow – oh, it says it's blocking me. It says, allow all cookies. Okay, allow all cho- chocolate chip cookies in your in your phone. Okay, it says here, uh, this comes from the Al-Jir- Al Jazeera paper, which is a very uh, pro-Israel um, <laughs> paper. Just kidding. Uh, it says here, party with controversy, Spain's festival of Moors and Christians – uh, so apparently in Spain, they, they, they do this annual thing, I guess, during the medieval times when the Muslims were invading Europe uh, and the Christians fought the Muslims and kicked them out of Europe. Do you remember that? Were you around back then?
0: Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of young. Okay. I was very distracted. What so, the heck is this guy wearing?
1: So listen to this. I'm looking it's at that, the
0: same thing you're looking at. What oh, is okay, that guy? Yeah. He looks like I'm, a bee.
1: It says here wearing a fake plastic animal skull and long black feathers in her he- in, in her headdress Christina uh holds a spear and looks like she is going to war for an African tribe anyway apparently they uh it's this parade and this celebration and they 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 put on a they 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 they, they I don't know what do you call it when you when you mock a war what's it called you reenact they reenact um uh, the Spanish, the uh, uh, the 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 Christians and the Muslims, when the Islam was trying to uh, take over Europe or take over Spain, and basically the Muslims, Islam is is very uh, during the Middle Ages. Islam, uh, the Muslims got very offended and very upset at this. It says Arab rulers dominated nearly all of the Iberian Peninsula for about seven hundred years, and the modern day links with his a historical chapter abound from places, names, or words in modern Spanish. The four-day pageant, I guess this is a four-day celebration, it involves groups divided into Moors, those must be the Muslims, and Christians who march through the streets dressed in elaborate costumes. And then on the final day, there's a mock reenactment of the reconquest when Christians win back Spain from the Arab rulers. And apparently this upsets us. This upsets the Arabs. This is racist we should have been able to conquer europe without you fighting us and now we have to relive this nightmare every year
0: <laughs> yep you know they also in spain they have the um, the Tamantina. you know about this
1: no Tomatina, about
0: something like that i forget the name of the town it started as like a it's like a, a a teenage prank one year that people would pelt each other with tomatoes and and, and they made a huge mess now every year I forget the name of the town, but people put on, like, raincoats and stuff like that, plastic things. And they, they have one day where they're allowed to throw as many tomatoes at each other as they want for between a certain, like, between 10 and 4 or something. And then after that, they have to stop. It's, nice. I think it's called the Tamatina.
1: Well, here, this says, the they, they, they respond to the Arabs by saying, this is about a party. This has nothing to do with offending Muslims People or Moroccans. I don't think people are offended by the fiesta, she tells Al Jazeera from behind her mask. So she was wearing her mask talking to Al Jazeera. It's probably like, this is not a brown offending Muslim. I know you can't understand me, but I'm in my battle garb. <laughs> it says uh, she was brandishing a pistol and wearing a sprinkling of white and yellow makeup. <laughs> anyway, so the... Uh... Yeah, so so the, the Arabs were getting very upset at this uh, parade and then this uh, reenactment of Christians taking back Europe from the from the conquering Arabs. Isn't that just like the Arabs? <laughs> the chronically offended. Yeah. Well, they're they once again. I go back to my you know woke jihadists. <laughs> you know we're offended. Oh god, so funny. I don't like this parade. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, so that's, yes. that's all i got to say about that. Keep talking. Do you have anything to say for the next 15 seconds before we go to our commercial break? Really, 15 seconds. 15 seconds. you have anything to say?
0: I, I do, but it, it'll take more than 15 seconds. But me saying that it takes more than 15 seconds takes up the 15 seconds. <laughs>
1: Why? Wow, you have an incredible story for us when we get back so we can all hold on to our seats.
0: I'll give you a hint. It's G.S.
1: G.S.? What does that mean? That's for later. Ah, all right. Well, we'll hear what GS stands for when we come back, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned. (laughs)
2: Be smart. Listen to Israel News Talk Radio in the background while you work and get the latest news and commentary from Israel. Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel.
0: Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel.
2: Many companies are struggling to succeed in today's challenging market conditions. Maintaining top talent, motivating and guiding them to success is a must-have. Israeli firm Colt Centrical is working on integrating artificial intelligence, including ChatGPT, to create training materials for their employees, including questions and answers and knowledge check quizzes. The product provides performance management, coaching, and what is being termed microlearning for frontline teams. Previously, microlearning content and quizzes were created manually. The new technology enables creators to simply copy learning content into the tool and the platform summarizes and generates related quiz questions in real time daily personalized recommended actions and recognition helps keep employees focused on the next steps for success for more information on the high tech world today visit israeltechtalk.com with your i n t r tech minute i'm bob ayelo get
0: the inside news on israel At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with steve miller and Roya Mosinia.
1: <laughs> welcome back everybody to our third and final segment ha, ga, 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 with my special guest yosef Kanner. Yosef, how are you
0: yes i'm just as well as i was a couple minutes ago
1: outstanding well yosef you gave us a little teaser before the uh before the commercial break so why don't you open up the third segment with your with your story
0: okay i said gs yes. gs stands for george soros George Soros for people who don't know is a Jewish guy who became very rich and uses his money to promote the most extreme left-wing causes that he can find including destroying the United States including whatever whatever he's got going he puts a lot of money into it so and then when people criticize him he gets accused the criticizer will be accused of being anti-semitic because George Soros is Jewish because his his mother was jewish um, you are a, num- a, a number of jewish conservatives got together and made a website called jews against soros and <laughs> it's it's worth looking at oh there's another website i want to i want to kind of plug before the end of the show but they they're essentially saying that it's a trick of the left that if if you are against whatever the left is for all they have to do is call you a racist or anti Semitic or a white supremacist. They call they call you a name to get you to shut up. So yes. these guys are saying, listen, we're Jewish and we don't like George Soros, not because he's Jewish, but because his values are screwed up.
1: That so, is correct. I've been <laughs> called every name in the book. I've been called a racist. I've been called an anti Semite. Yes. I don't even care anymore. I'm just like, oh, I don't care about, hey, tune in and listen to Lighten Up if you want some more racist uh, material. <laughs> that's all i care about hey speaking of that i've always wanted to know um you know i do a lot of google searching right because i'm trying to find where our show is at or where it is not but i was just informed that we are also on apple so everyone can find lighten up on apple we also on itunes and this and this other platform which i've never heard of called TuneIn. in tune in radio i have no idea but anyway if you're out there Please spread the word and share. Even if you're a racist or an anti-Semite, I take all listeners. I do not care. <laughs> um, so while I was on Google, um, Google, I uh, was Googling certain things. And you know how when you Google, it, 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 uh, what comes up, like you start typing a word, and then, and then what comes, pops up is the most popular searches.
0: And right? only what they want you to see.
1: Oh, okay, I guess so. Well, so I I forgot what I was searching for. Oh, I think I was probably searching for um, Israel, like Israel stories or Israel. I was, you know, trying to. I was doing show research. So when I started typing in, one of the questions popped up on Google. It says, "Why is Israel so powerful?" Apparently, a lot of people all over the world want to know. So, would you like to know what Google says? I'm waiting. It says, well, for a relatively small size, the country has played a large role in global affairs. It said the country has a strong economy, landmarks of significance to several religions, and strained relationships with many of its Arab neighbors. (laughs) So that's why we're powerful, because we're surrounded by just – strained relationships <laughs> not that they want to destroy us it's just strained like like strained hey thing. you know i'm upset uh you know you didn't uh you didn't serve me you didn't make my uh you didn't make uh, my steak uh you didn't cook yeah. my steak well enough so I, i'm a little i'm a little strained
0: they're, they're, they're a little miffed with you that's why they send missiles
1: yeah so that's that's what google says and then all this other stuff came uh started to come up and then i saw some other questions people uh, started to ask. So then one of the questions was, can Israelis travel to Iran? (laughs) So it's, you want to hear what Google says? It says, uh, due to the rules dominating over Iran, entry to Iran will be refused for citizens of Israel and travelers with any evidence of visiting Israel. If you went to Israel, even if you are from China, if you had and the evidence that you were even thinking about going to Israel, you cannot come to Iran. <laughs> it says Israel is the only country included in this rule, and other countries, even America, are excluded. It's amazing, and then it says here, so then what pops up underneath that is it safe for Americans to visit Iran? And all it says is, do not travel. <laughs> That's what Google says. At least Google's honest. It just says, do not travel. It says, uh, do not travel to Iran due to the risk of being kidnapped. (laughs) That's what it says for American citizens. But do you want to know who can go to Iran? Mm -hmm. These people are welcomed in Iran, and this came up on Google. So apparently a lot of people want to find out. It says, can Mexicans go to Iran? (laughs) That's what it says on Google. See, hey, do you think I want to go to Iran? And it says, yes, of course, all Mexicans are welcome to Iran. To apply for an Iranian tourist visa, Mexico citizens just need visa authorization code from one of the authorized local travel companies. So Iran loves Mexicans. You know why? Because they do all their landscaping. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's go to Iran, man. You know, we can like. (laughs) Cut the shrubberies and mow their sand. (laughs) Eh, come on, Iran loves us. Eh, come on, S.A. But if you're, uh, what if you're a Mexican Jew? Can you go then? (laughs) I I, I
0: just know. I just, I just like make a face. I, I shrug my shoulders, but that doesn't show up on radio.
1: Um, isn't that interesting? These are what people in, these are what people all over the world. They're so obsessed with Israel. But I love how enough people wanted to know if mexicans can go to iran what kind of mexican is going to iran
0: <laughs> i don't know do they have mexican restaurants there, Maybe.
1: i don't know but i tell you one thing i wonder who does the landscaping in mexico i bet you if you go to mexico they have the greatest landscaping in their homes because they're all mexicans because mexicans do all the landscaping around here so do you think in mexico it's americans <laughs> no,
0: they're, they're iranians iranian <laughs> landscapers in mexico
1: Ah, there you go. Oh, let me cut your bush right off because it, it reminds me of when I was in my when I was back in my homeland when I would cut the head off of the infidels. <laughs> I pretend your bush is like a Jewish head. Chop, chop. <laughs> anyway, okay, you're very interested. Um <laughs> is your mind wandering.
0: I have ADD. What do you want from me?
1: I know you're my favorite ADD host. Anyway. Do you would you have do you have one more story or no or should I continue on?
0: Can I can I plug a website and a and a video? You can plug
1: anything you want.
0: Okay, so there's a, a uh, his name is Mickey. Oh, I forget Willis. Mickey Willis is a he used to be kind of a liberal, whatever, very very good filmmaker and stuff like that. And then he kind of he had his eyes open. He's done a series of three um uh, uh documentaries the most recent one is called plandemic the, the third or something like that if you go to twitter and look up plandemic p-l-a-n-d-e-m-i-c it's yeah. about a one hour almost two hour long documentary it explains why the world is as insane as it is and it's very <laughs> in, it's very informative it's really really well done my wife and i watched it and it was like it was great
1: when you so, watched it on twitter did you have popcorn with your wife was we that something did, what, what what's your treat? Do you have popcorn or do you go with pretzel bites?
0: I don't remember. I think we had popcorn. I think we had popcorn. But it's I, I actually fell asleep in the middle, but <laughs> <laughs> it was but so the...
1: riveting. It was no, what a what a plug for your friend. It was so good. Everyone needs <laughs> no. to go on Twitter, but everyone I woke up... needs to watch this. And guess what? I fell asleep <laughs> halfway through. Now then Michael my... and Ebert?
0: Then when I woke up, my wife told me what I missed, so it's okay. No, but it's really good. It, it's really, really good. She told it you
1: helped... the ending. She told you the ending. She said, "She said, Yosef, guess what happened? It was all planned. <laughs> it wasn't real. It was all planned.
0: In a nutshell, I can tell you in a nutshell, but you just still watch it. It's that it doesn't matter what they call it, communism or totalitarianism or whatever it is. There are bad hey. people trying to take over the world, and you need to keep your eyes open because they're still doing it now.
1: Joseph, you're scaring our listeners.
0: <laughs> well, okay.
1: Listen. I'm sure there's I, a funny
0: side to it. I just haven't seen. His, his name was Mickey.
1: His name was Mickey.
0: M I K K I
1: Willis. Mickey. That's like from the that was uh, Rocky Balboa's uh manager, Mickey. That Jewish another, guy.
0: Another movie. Another movie I've Rocky. never seen. Rocky. You don't know another, Rocky? Ne- I know I've heard of it. I've never seen it. There's I have a list, really long list of movies I've never seen. Not only that, when I was a kid, Two doors down from me, the guy who wrote Back to the Future was a kid the same age, and we, we saw each other all the time. I never knew that he was going to write that movie.
1: Mickey was, was Rocky's manager in the movie, and he was a Jewish guy. He was a Jewish. He was a, he was a, it was. was, he, he talked like this, and he was a, he, he's like, Rocky, he's going to knock you into next week, Rocky. You can't beat him. You can't win, Rocky. You're, a, you're too slow. We got to get speed into you. Speed. Now go around and chase that chicken. That's what I want you to do, Rock. <laughs> chase that chicken to get speed for Apollo. You hear me? Did, oh, did he I say knock speed. you
0: into? He said knock you into next week. That was the that's line. Right. He
1: was? That's right. He's gonna what, knock you into next week, Rock. You don't want my, a piece of him, Rock. I'm trying to protect you.
0: My mother used to tell tell me that she would knock me into next week.
1: I well, don't think she ever saw the movie. That's, that's Mickey from Rocky, and he was the well, Jewish manager, and that's why I thought he was the same guy who, who made the Twitter movie, which you fell asleep while your wife was eating popcorn.
0: I was <laughs> tired. I was tired. Have you seen these guys that do Instagram videos or whatever it is, TikTok videos? It's, they have, they're a brass band. They're like trombones and tubas, and they go into a park. They wait until they see somebody running. They run after him playing the Rocky theme song?
1: No, I don't. Well, neither of us. Listen, we're going to move it along, as Ricky, as Mickey would say. We're going to plow through them. You're an Italian tank. <laughs> Half our listeners are like, they have no idea who Mickey is. Anyway, uh, here's, a, here's a funny story. Speaking of leftists, you'll like this story. Um, leftist protesters spit and yell at Minister Katz, apparently the energy minister. This energy is something that the left in Israel cannot stand. He was, he, was, he, was, he, was giving, he was giving a speech at a conference. He was celebrating, I think, the, uh, the use of electricity in Tel Aviv or something like that. So they asked the energy minister to speak at the conference. And all these leftists started to swarm him, and they started shouting at him. They called him pig, and they called him fatso. <laughs> Do you imagine that? They're like, hey, fatso, this is what the left comes up with. You're a pig, and guess what? You're a fatso. You know, my grandmother, used to, when she used to see fat kids around, fat little kids playing, she'd go, oh, my God, look at that little fatso running around. (laughs) I love that word, fatso. But apparently now the left has taken it, and now um, the uh, energy minister, uh, Israel Katz, is a fatso. And they also screamed out, you're a friend of Putin. (laughs) <laughs> and then they spit on him. <laughs>
0: oh, the, the left in Israel is an enchanting bunch of people.
1: Yeah, he was only he was only there celebrating the 100th anniversary of first turning on the electricity in Tel Aviv, and uh, that's all he was doing. And the left goes nuts. I love it though. I love that they're calling him fatso. Like I would just be like, yes, so what? I'm fat. Big deal. Don't fat shame me. I thought these leftists, like you know, you can't fat shame people, but here uh, they are, fat shaming. Point. The 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 energy minister of Israel. You do you have a good, fat soul. Good
0: point there. I'm looking at his picture. He's not that fat. He's bulky. He's,
1: he's not, not fat at all. But I guess they couldn't come up with anything he's better. He's
0: formidable. He's formidable. That's not fat.
1: So he they just said Cat Lady.
0: That's what Cat Lady calls my wife when she sees her. She calls her Bumba, which apparently in Israeli slang means fatty.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. Our producer says he got that operation. He was fat. So he got the operation where it shrinks his stomach, right? Miss producer, she said, he was fat. So I guess the left was, uh, they were trying to rehash his old self. Now, now if we were to do that, if we were to call someone fat, the left would go nuts and say, that's fat shaming, you can't do that. But it's okay if they fat shame. Don't you love the left? I love liberals. Anyway. Oh, here, quick...
0: I have to object because liberal in the '70s a liberal was somebody who was tolerant of differing opinions. If you were liberal, well, right, true liberalism, and then that's true liberalism. But now what they call liberal is is really just
1: leftist. Right. Hey, quick! Do you follow sports? Oh, our producer just picked a picture. Boy, boy, you know what? The leftists were right. He was fat. Oh my God, he's a fat pig. (laughs) You know what? I agree with the leftists. Anyway. Hey, guess what? A little sports uh, information. You like sports? You look like a very athletic. I know nothing.
0: I am passionately indifferent about sports.
1: Okay. Well, here you go. Real quick story for everyone. Israel in the in the uh in the um World Cup under 20 got the bronze medal. They beat Korea 3 to 1. They won third place. They got the bronze medal in the World I, Cup. Did you hear that?
0: I I did. I did know that and I knew it was South Korea not North Korea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure there's a, a cheering sound effect going on right now. So yay, Mazalto! Oh, you know
0: that in, in South Korea, kids in public school learn Gemara. They learn Talmud. That's they learn right. they have these uh, these like it's like a comic book. It's like a an illustrated Talmud. And why do they do that? Because somebody in the education arena in in South Korea said, these Jews are smart and successful. We have to figure out what their secret is. And they decided that the Jewish secret was that they learned Talmud. So they have all of their kids learn Talmud. And look, the result is Samsung.
1: (laughs) But I tell you, they weren't smart enough to beat the the Israelis in soccer. Oh, you beat us. Three, one. (laughs) The Jews beat us, but we love your Talmud. Uh, and it's also they do that because it trains the mind to think. Yeah, that's really yeah. what they do. It's really it's not it's not to learn about uh, the it's not to learn about Jewish halacha, Jewish law. That's what halacha means. It's just to train them to to be uh, to be analyzed and to think and to debate and to be able to bring up formidable arguments. Anyway, it didn't help them when it comes to soccer, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, so listen. I'm going to end this show on a light story. Are you twisting your beard? I am. I am. It's a, okay. It's it's something to do with my hands. Okay. Um, this is kind of a, a good light story. There you go. You look like cousin. It. Okay. Um, now I don't know. This is kind of. This may gross people out. Um, but here we go. Now it's getting hot, right? It's hot in Israel. The summertime, right? How hot does it, how hot is it, how hot is it there today?
0: Today it is 82 degrees. Not that bad.
1: Oh, that's nice. Okay. Anyway, well, Yosef, and to all our listeners, do you need a treat? Do you need to cool yourself off while you're in the hot desert fighting the Arabs (laughs) or arguing against the leftists? Or are you tired and hot of being called fatso by the leftists? Well, here. Here's a treat for you. How about Manishevic frozen gefilte dogs? (laughs) Hi-oh! How would you like that? That's a real thing. Oh, yeah. It says uh, a product that even the most diehard Ashkenazi fan, uh, food fan, would be reluctant to try. Gefilte fish dog pops. Now, you all know what gefilte fish is. Now, take it, freeze it into an an ice pop, and use it to cool yourself down on a hot Israeli day. Pass me the gefilte pops, Dad.
0: This This can't be a real product.
1: It's true. Uh, it says, as temperatures sizzle in Israel and around the world, the Jewish community may be in the mood for a new frozen treat to help cool off. But are frozen gefilte fish pops the answer? <laughs> this was in the Jerusalem Post. I anyway, see that. Would you try a gefilte fish pop?
0: You know, I I have to admit, even though they look like you know blonde turds, the the, gefilta, <laughs> the fish that comes in a jar, the fish that comes in a jar, I like. But I don't know. If you want to cool off, would you get a frozen fish pop? I, 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 I would think of
1: different things. Oh, that makes me. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that makes me want to throw up. No, I would not get a a, 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 a frozen uh, fish pop. And I and I love uh, gefilte fish. And uh, but I don't care how hot it is. This Manischewitz coming up with gefilte fish pops. That's gross.
0: A joke. I see the article. and I still don't believe that's a real thing. Oh, but oh, oh. Oscar Meyer does it with hot dogs. Oh, okay.
1: Ew, that's right. They have a frozen hot dog. <laughs> What's the point? There is okay. no point. The point is a cool fishy treat for all the Jews in Israel. <laughs> Listen. I'm I'm so I'm so sweaty. I need something salty
0: and sweet.
1: And that's cold. right. I'm so sweaty. I need a nice fish pop. Uh Yosef i think we have probably about 30 to 60 seconds left 30 seconds left what would you like to say what do you have to say everybody
0: should have an awesome week there should be no war up north or any place and mashiach should come
1: ah thank you very much everybody joseph thank you very much for filling in i hope you enjoyed and had yourself a good time and i would like to say thank you to everybody and please no matter how hot it gets do not eat a kafilta fish pop. <laughs> and, don't, and don't spit on anybody. And don't spit on anyone and don't call anyone a fatso. Shavua Tov, everybody.